0: Hi, I'm Hillary Walsh, a serial entrepreneur, award-winning immigration lawyer, law professor, TEDx speaker, and raving Phoenix Suns fan. Over the past decade, I've helped thousands of immigrants live free in the United States. I'm talking work permits, social security numbers, green cards, their citizenship, VAWA, T-Visa, U-Visa, and lots of successful appeals. Here's the thing, Immigration law is super complicated and legal advice, well, it can be pretty expensive. So I created the Immigration Law Made Easy podcast to share my 10 plus years of experience with you for free. So if you're looking for tried and true, no BS, step-by-step strategies and tips on how to win your immigration case and live truly free in the United States, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. So today let's talk about TV says the TV rarely will a, a word or a letter in immigration law match what it actually is. But TV says stands for trafficking and that is for people who've been trafficked in the United States and every time I tell people what trafficking actually means versus what we think that it means, their minds are blown. And that's what I wanna share with you today. The reason I wanna share this with you today is because I think that my first exposure to understanding what trafficking was, was observing it where people were farm hands and they were undocumented. Everybody knew because we the farmers were white. Everybody knew that the Hispanic people who were working probably didn't have papers. Most of them didn't speak English and they were treated very poorly. And so when I'm like a 14 year old out on the farm with friends bouncing around on a truck, because when you're in Kansas and you're 14, you get a driver's license to be able to drive on the farm. I'm not kidding. I got my driver's license when I was 14. You know, you start to see this and I know that it's going on because not only did I see the symptoms of it when I was 14 and didn't even really understand what was going on. But then now as an immigration attorney with over 10 years of experience, We see that this is happening every single day, right in your hometown in Kansas, right in your little town in Kansas. And it may have happened to you or someone you know, and you don't even realize that this could help you get your green card in the U.S. without leaving. It helps your spouse. It helps you if you've been deported multiple times. It helps you if you've got convictions, including drug convictions. It helps you if you have got kids in a foreign country who've never even been here and they're under the age of 18. It's an amazing option that we might be sleeping on. So we want to wake up and, and get this sorted out for you because this is going to get you papers and papers equal freedom, money, and hugs with your parents in Mexico. If you, if you want all of those things that we just said, fix your papers without leaving. Uh, you know, that's number one, get, get your documents in a year to 18 months. That's, that's number two, and then be able to petition for your family, or they can ba- basically be a derivative on your T visa. This is, this is for you. Listen up. All right. So there are three different types of T visas I want to talk to you about today. The first we're going to call the Cinderella T visa. Yeah, so just like we we know with, with with Cinderella, all of us know this story. And the important thing is here: Cinderella has a happy happy ending to her story. She lives happily ever after. And if you have a situation like Cinderella, this is how New Frontier helps you live happily ever after as well. So in Cinderella's situation, obviously she was, let's, let's pretend that she's in the U.S. That she has no, no status in the U.S. Okay. Like let's pretend that that's something that's going on. You'll notice that Cinderella was living a lovely life. Everything was great. And then all of a sudden a family member who she needed help from, she began living with them and she started having to work for them. And if they didn't like the way that she did work, they would, you know, the, the evil stepsisters and the stepmother would, you know, complain about their, her, their tea not being hot enough, or they would make her go sew the clothes for them. They would tear her things up. This is such a classic T visa case because no one should have to live like Cinderella has lived. And so if you're living with a family member, this can be your spouse, it can be your kids, it can be your, your aunt, it can be someone, you know, whomever it might be. If you're living with someone and they're controlling you in this kind of way, where if you don't do something just right, they explode at you. This is a TV I I mean, Obviously like you need to talk to a lawyer. I'm the lawyer you need to talk to. I got to put a disclaimer on this because I don't want you to be like, "Well, Hillary said, I need to talk to you." But when I'm watching Cinderella, all I see is a classic TVsa that on some level we have just come to accept. Our children grow up watching this happen and yes, we call them the evil stepsister and yes, we call them the evil stepmother and all of this and she has to escape to go have Prince Charming. But here's where the the plot Thickens and twists for immigrants. You don't have to escape and go anywhere. No one's here to rescue you. You rescue you because you can apply for a T visa and you get your own freedom and you get the keys to unlock your castle and go live free all on your own because now you'll have your papers and you don't have to worry about relying on this person anymore. So let me tell you a story about how the the Cinderella trafficking case, the Cinderella T visa applies in real life. With someone who is one of our clients from Guatemala, so she came to from Guatemala to the United States in order to make some money. She dropped out of high school in Guatemala, came to the U.S. She was just going to work cleaning houses for a little while and then come back to Guatemala. She had no plan of staying here long term. She got here. Um, she she was she came in with a coyote. Uh, she was here in Phoenix. And she started living with her cousin, but her cousin's husband was a creep and was trying to get with her sexually. So this was when she was 15 years old, very inappropriate. She told her cousin and her cousin got mad at her that she would come into this house and act this way and basically blamed the 15 year old for the cousin's husband's behavior. So she gets thrown out of the house. You need to go find somewhere else. And she starts living with this lady, uh, a white lady, American woman who they met, who she had met at church. This lady then made her cook and clean and take care of the kids in exchange for getting to live for free at the house. The problem was it was like she could never work enough to pay her rent. It wasn't like you're going to work 30 hours a week in exchange for rent and food. It was, you are on demand. You are my servant, essentially. She never said those words, but that was what, and as a 15-year-old, our client had no idea that she was being taken advantage of. She was just grateful that she had a place to live. She was making a little bit of extra money on the hours that she was allowed to leave and go work. And this woman would feed her one meal a day, included in her rent, her work that she had, you know, done. So 20 years later, this woman has, it's actually more like 25. She has all these kids. She no longer lives there. She has a successful cleaning business here in Phoenix, but we're applying for a T visa for her. And then after it's approved, her husband, who already has been ordered removed and is appealing that, he'll get to have the benefit of a T visa as well. They don't have to go to Guatemala in order to fix everything will be done here in the U S and talk about a happily ever after for something that happened 20, 25 years ago. And this is a very common in real life Cinderella story. So we just talked about the Cinderella trafficking. So when you're having, when you live with someone and they're making you, you know, cook things perfectly or clean things constantly, or do all the work for everyone in the family in order to pay for rent, which you know in your heart of hearts is above and beyond what you ought to have to be doing. This could be a Cinderella trafficking case. The next one I don't have like a cool name for it but I would just call it Kansas worker trafficking case because we see it so often in Kansas especially. So you work on a farm, you're a farmhand, you help, you know, with harvest and those types of things your boss or the person who's supervising you, it doesn't have to be the farm owner. It can just be your direct supervisor, knows that you don't have documents, knows that you need the job desperately in order to pay for your expenses. They know that you have kids. They know that you have a spouse who's relying on you and they make you work. A lot of hours, 40, fi- sorry, not 40, 50, 60, 70, 90 hours in a week, six or seven days a week. You don't get paid overtime. You don't get vacation. You are told that if you don't work faster, you're going to get fired. You're not allowed to take breaks. Basically, like you are worked so hard that it is, um, it, it feels like discrimination plus something else in, in the work environment. It's like I'm being discriminated against and I'm being exploited or taken advantage of, or really abused as a worker. So you don't have to be hit. You don't have to be screamed at. You have to, what I always describe it as is if you feel like your boss or your supervisor says jump, and you have to say how high And if you don't jump that high right away, something bad is going to happen to you. That is usually what we see in our Kansas trafficking cases. And this is true, you know, in the, in the context of working in meat packing plants, it is also very true. So you work long hours. You're not given the appropriate protective gear. You see a lot of other undocumented people who are being forced to work in these conditions. And there's this underlying level of, if I don't do just what they say, something bad is going to happen to me. That is a very strong symptom of a trafficking case. And so you should call me so we can go over whether it is or isn't trafficking. Because if it's not, then now we will know. But if it is trafficking, then we can take steps to help you not only get the TV sub, but get on your path to a green card right here in the U.S. No interview. You know, you don't have to go into a government office or anything like that. So it really is an incredible opportunity that you might already have available to you. And it's okay if it happened five years ago. It's okay if it happened 15 years ago. It just has to have happened after the last time you came in the U.S. So if you entered in 1997 and it happened 2015, that's I don't know how many years ago, nine years, eight years ago. That's totally okay as long as it happened after you entered the very last time. And our last one is what I want to talk about. We call it a smuggling turned trafficking TV case. And what this means is you've hired a coyote to bring you into the U.S. In in um, immigration law, we call this smuggling. You hired them to, you know, you paid them. Maybe they're your family member. Maybe they're just doing it to be nice for you to bring you into the U.S. And then they make you work. They either make you work to repay them or they make you work along the way. You have to carry bags, luggage. You have to cook for the people who are there. You have to clean up after everyone. You have to be a lookout, a guide along the way to watch and listen. You have become part of the operation rather than someone who I always think of it. Like if I'm on a plane or I'm on a train or I'm on a bus and I've, I bought my bus fare and I sit down on the bus, I just get to sit there until someone gets me to where I'm going. But if now the toilet backs up and I'm in cleaning up the mess, or I need to change the toilet paper roll, now I'm like an employee of the the bus owner or the company that runs the bus. And the same is true when we have people who they hire someone to bring them to the U.S., but the next thing you know, you are having to do some type of work in order to stay with the group. And that's when we have trafficking because you're having to work for someone and you didn't agree to do that to begin with. You've been tricked and basically forced into doing this work. And this is super, super, super common. So today is your day. We're going to end this. Come back next week. Come back next week because we're going to have more information. But why wait for next week to learn more when you may have learned enough today to know that, you might have an opportunity. And even like you probably learned today, wow, I didn't even know this was an opportunity. I wonder what else is out there. Why wait week by week for more information when you can call us for free and we can give it to you right now over the phone. Call us today. Bye-bye. My friend, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you have a friend or family member who may need some immigration law guidance or even just day-to-day encouragement, please send them a text or email or a DM on social media and say, hey, I think this podcast is going to help you. I sure wish someone had given me the tips I'm sharing here years and years ago when I was starting out as an immigration lawyer. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Adios.